This weekly podcast inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone. My name is Zakir Muhammad, and I'm your host of the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a cancer survivor, brand cultivator, strategist, author, and world traveler. This Living Legacy Podcast features women of purpose sharing stories of resilience. They are single and married. They are artists and entrepreneurs who run businesses and juggle parenthood. If you are ready to hear interviews about professionalism, entrepreneurship, travel, life, and love, you are in the right place. They will share stories of how they overcame adversity while seeing life through a different lens. Let's get into it. So I am super excited about today's guest on the Living Legacy podcast. It's Dr. Nicole Garner-Scott. She's an award-winning and highly sought after serial entrepreneur, financial expert, coach, you name it. She runs a public relations agency called the Garner Circle, as well as 100 female entrepreneurs, as well as Open for Business Co-working Spaces, which is known for women-owned businesses and small businesses. So in 2017, she lost Amount Financial Services. So that itself has positioned her as a thought leader, teacher, speaker, and even a TED speaker. So she's what is defined as a disruptor, which who is very much committed to normalizing money talk because how many people really know and are comfortable with talking about money? So I'm excited about this guest today because April is Financial Literacy Month. So we're going to talk all things money. We're going to talk all things mental health. I want to share a brief story, though, because here's, here's the thing. When she's a publicist to the stars, and I am a photographer to some of the stars, we cross paths a lot. So even though I haven't moved to the Atlanta area officially yet, I was in and out of there so much because my siblings are from there. And so there was an event in 2015. Remember when I said I was an ATC photographer for two years? In 2015, the Ghana Circle was in charge of the media for that year. So I was, yes, yes. So Mm -hmm. I was um, on my way out. I was in and out photographing so many of the conference rooms. And I'll never forget it because I felt like I was just so ready to move on to the next gig that I almost, I remember clearly I would just walk up to her and I was like, hi, my name is so-and-so, here's my photo. But she was in the middle of talking to Molly Hunter. And um, I just I just literally walked up there and I thank goodness for Molly's patience though, but I just walked up there like, hi, I'm Zakira, I've got your photos and I'm going. <laughs> so then we ended up crossing paths again in Memphis, which is where Amount Financial Services was formed at the Audacity Festival. Remember oh, when wow, I said I was a speaker? Yeah. So we crossed past there too. So thank you for officially being on my podcast. And I would say officially meeting you because, you know, what a small world it is. So how are you today? I know it's been so crazy. Everything is just changing by the minute. And I feel like as a publicist, it's like, ooh, how do you handle everything? So, um, well, first off, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, I love how we've crossed paths in so many different ways. You never know how things come full circle. So that's a beautiful thing. Um, Things have been going good. I mean, given the state of the economy and all that's happening, it is a lot to take in. And because I do have multiple businesses, I have um, Amount Financial uh, where I do money coaching. So I am working with a lot of my clients just to help them navigate through these times where, you know, you had job stability maybe a few weeks ago and all of a sudden that changed very quickly. and. A lot of the resources that are there, such as unemployment and everything else, those systems are completely backed up. So I'm helping a lot of clients just kind of prioritize their finances right now. 
um, which always in turn just helps me keep that front of mind for myself and my own family. So bringing my own family through that as well. And then um, on my PR side, I do a lot of crisis communication. So it's just very intense. So I'm just reminding myself to balance through all of this is where a lot of people have slowed down. I think in every, every area of my life is sped up. You know, I have a young son, so we're homeschooling. My husband's working out the house now. And so I just tell people, you know, I have a lot of grace with myself because it is not, you know, the, the world that we were used to. So I'm, I'm navigating through it all. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that about balancing and I hear that about adjusting. And I also hear that about family. How much of a role does your family life play in everything that you do? Uh, my family is pretty front and center. I grew up with a very tight knit family unit. And that was something that I wanted to make sure I could create in my own adult life. Even from going into entrepreneurship to uh, what type of clients I work with, to the businesses I attach myself to. All of those are surrounded around trying to have as much time freedom as possible so I could enjoy uh, the family that I wanted. You know, I, I wanted my son so bad and uh, it was actually hard for us to uh, have a child. You know, I, I dealt with like a, a lot of like fibroids and everything else. And so the journey to even having him was not the easiest journey. And I really wanted to make sure that I could be there for him in as much of a present way as possible. Just making sure that I could, you know, be in his life and not just seeing him, you know, in and out. And, and even, even with my husband, making sure that we could genuinely be in each other's lives and not necessarily roommates or just kind of reporting to each other. So um, everything I've done has strategically led me to a point where I could be the type of mother and wife and and even just individual that I want to be. I don't even want to be so maxed out for myself, you know, where I can't even enjoy life. I, I like to savor life in the process. I like to take time for meditation. I like to do yoga. I like to you know, indulge in, in hobbies and podcasts and books and those type of things. And I, you know, just wanted to make sure my life wasn't so maxed out that I couldn't even do self-development on my own. So, um, so yeah, family has just been very, very intentional uh, and, and really creating the the blueprint for the type of life I wanted to live. Absolutely. Now, I love that you use the word intentional because I feel like from what I know of what I've followed your journey, you started out in Atlanta. That's where you all met. And then he, your husband actually from Fort Lauderdale, like me also. <laughs> and then you ended up going to Memphis and now you're kind of back in the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. So I feel like it's those the perfect example of being intentional of wherever husband goes and I go too, but also no matter what entrepreneurship journey I'm on, it aligns. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely um, said a few years ago, so I'm born and raised in Atlanta. Atlanta will always be my home and I'm back and forth as much as possible. My PR agency office is still in Atlanta. Um, and then my child, my son is the first grandparent. I mean, grandchild. So both grand sets of grandparents are in Atlanta. So I'm in Atlanta all the time. As soon as outside opens back up and we're able to travel again. But, um, you know, a few years ago, I started saying, hey, I want a very geographic, independent business. Like, I, you know, and so I know you mentioned um, 
uh, Open for Business co-working space. I actually sold that a few years ago too. Um, and it's because I didn't want to be tied to brick and mortars. I wanted to be able to move around. I love the the beauty of moving around. So we moved to um, Tennessee for my husband's job, and now we have relocated to South Florida, the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. I love it. I love the new energy you get when you move to a new city. I love meeting new people. I love expanding the things I'm doing um, to new markets and all of that. And um, I really just put a lot into my systems and my processes and my online side so that I could pretty much take it anywhere. So, I mean, what was great about that is before the pandemic hit, I had already been doing probably 70% of my business online outside of the event side, but I've been doing that for a, for a while, you know? And so I feel like I've been preparing for this moment. I was like, God, you've been preparing me. I didn't even know. Keeping as as location independent as possible because I envision myself being able to move around for the rest of my life. You know, I mean, always having that that hub, that foundation you come back to. But if I want to go when my son gets older and it's like, hey, he wants to do study abroad. And I'm like, well, I'll meet you out there for a few weeks. You know, I mean, just I just want the flexibility. Who knows if I'll do it or not? But at least I'll have the option to do so um, just because of how I'm, how I'm building those businesses out. I love that. I definitely uh, can agree and see how being remote or being an entrepreneur just with certain niches has really already gotten you established for this time. I can kind of agree. I mean, even though I start out in photography, as soon as I transition to social media and podcasting, everything is remote. I don't have to be in one place. <laughs> so I think... Um, that's the best part of entrepreneurship too, just being able to be flexible. So let's jump into, I would say, the main agenda of today's uh, conversation of what do you currently do? Because we did say that April is Financial Literacy Month. So what do you currently do? So on the uh, on the money coaching side, uh, my business is called Amount Financial. And the mission of our company is to help women of color to break the poverty cycle and to create breathing room in their households, long-term generational wealth assets. And so a lot of what I do is just creating uh, systems, um, blueprints, plans, uh, and accountability for a lot of our clients to just really get their finances going in the direction that they want it to go. Um, Really, and then we do a lot of events, virtual events now, physical events, uh, you know, in the past and when when we return back to that. But a lot of what I saw is that, you know, many of us are stuck in some form of embarrassment. Uh, and that embarrassment and that, that level of, of talking about money being taboo has done our community the most injustice, right? There should never be a reason that two women are working at the same company and they're getting paid $20,000 different just because, you know, one knew to ask and one didn't instead of just having that conversation. Or, you know, you do photography. Um, there, should, there shouldn't be, you know, another woman who's in your same space who uh, doesn't know what to charge properly. And it, it is devaluing the space when you guys could just have that talk about money and, and, and self-worth and um, how to charge, how to price, just all those different things. It, you know, even in personal life, like if, if you just purchased a house, 
um, and I'm looking at purchasing a house in that same neighborhood, then we should be able to openly talk about finances. And so in other communities, those conversations happen a lot. In our communities, we have so much trauma layered around money conversations where we feel like you're not supposed to discuss money because that's how you were brought up or money is evil. Don't worry about what I, you know, what I have in my purse. Don't count my wallet. I mean, all these things that we felt like were to be truths have been the most disadvantaged to us escalating as a community. And so um, we just try to create a lot of spaces where can easily have those money conversations, share resources and celebrate each other's wins. And even through Amount Financial, I have a membership and it's called the Commonwealth Membership, where we just make the, the act of being wealthy more common. You know, for so many of us, we feel like wealth is like a far out of reach, mystical land where unicorns live and you'll never, you know, get to see the light of day. But to be wealthy is actually very common once you really understand the purpose of money and how to use money in a way that can create long-term wealth for you. So um, we have our Commonwealth membership. It really gives a chance for us to celebrate our wins, for you to be around wealth-positive people. And so, you know, if you're in a, a space where no one's really celebrating you being on your wealth journey, then it's, it becomes very discouraging, right? So let's say yesterday, Secure, you're like, I just paid off my house. And you tell your family and they're like, okay, so, you know, we still paying on our house. Can you come pay our house off too? Like, it's, you know, they might not give any excitement, but in our group, it's like, we understand the discipline it took to do that. We understand what you went through on that journey and we're going to celebrate you along the way. So the Commonwealth membership is a big part of what I do. And then one-on-one um, -on -one money coaching uh, just to just to give blueprints and accountability to a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are operating off of myths, um, you know, what their family, their parents told them and what their grandparents told their parents as far as financial decisions uh, that should be made. And so just very focused on on helping people through that. Yeah, you definitely talked about all the important things. The fact that uh, for the longest time, especially in the African-American and any minority community, that money talks or taboo. <laughs> and I feel like also in order for any, especially women also to grow out of that mindset, we got to talk about it. We got to have tools and resources that actually help us to actually implement those changes. This episode is sponsored by Stas. It is tax refund time and stimulus check payment time. Instead of lavishly spending or dormantly saving, invest in yourself and make passive income while you sleep. Stash makes complicated financial concepts simple with plenty of educational resources showing you where to best place your funds. Auto stash your money away $20 cash to begin your investment journey with my link bit.ly forward slash 3b stash. So aside from the plenty of resources that you offer, what light bulb went off as far as realizing that the service of amount financial services is needed in right here right now services that's right here and right now is we're just we're uh helping people to transition into a new normal a lot of times people were doing things in a very live on the edge type mindset right like you might have spent or started digging into your savings or into your retirement because you felt like hey i'll just replace it when i get this in um or you may have been 
you know, not profiting in your business, but you felt like, let me just give it some time for it to pay off. You know, all these different things of of operating out of alignment with profit uh, and income. And so uh, right now, our main thing is to get everyone to think of profiting first, to get everyone to think of um, how do you manage your income right now? um, And what does the future hold for you? So there's a lot of things coming everyone's way, right? Every time you open up your computer, it's a new loan coming out, a new grant. Someone's offering you something, but you have to understand what you want your what you want your future to look like. I'll give you an example: like the tax uh, deadline has been pushed back to July. Um, many of us feel like, okay, you know, I'm a new business. I'm just gonna, or I'm, you know, I just don't feel like paying taxes. I'm gonna file at a loss. But what if you plan on getting a house next year? Or what if you need to take out another loan? And you just told the government that your business doesn't make any money. So why would they loan money to you? Um, and you're telling them that you have no means to pay them, you know, no way to pay them. So those are some of the immediate services that we're helping people with just to strategize, come up with a real good um, financial plan for the rest of the year so that your bounce back is, is through the roof. And that you don't bottom out during this time either. We see a lot of people who potentially can be swallowed up by debt. And so you have to be very proactive to keep that from happening. Absolutely. I think I agree with proactive because that's the thing. We can see what's happening and we can choose to ignore it. We can choose to do something about it. We can see all these emails and all these Instagram lives and be bombarded by it or inspired by it. So what um, what else do you have coming up? Any more virtual events, any more courses, any more books? What else can we kind of take advantage of working with you? So we're doing a lot, a lot in the membership right now. So if you go to amountfinancial.com backslash membership, You'll be able to join and we are um, full speed ahead just with uh, experts that we're bringing in to help people who want to get into investing in the stock market or other types of investment, real estate, etc. We have specialists to come in to just help you figure out, you know, what do you need to do about your insurance, life insurance, auto insurance, those different things. We have people that are coming in that just help you start from the basics. like. Maybe, you know, maybe you might be 40, 45 years old and never really had these money conversations. You're going to feel comfortable still coming into this space and asking some of those questions because that's what we're here for. So if you're just starting all the way up to you're ready to do high level investing, um, we're, we're having courses and information, all types of things running left and right in the membership. And then also, uh, in the summer, I have my book coming out called Make Space for Wealth. Um, and that's under 13th and Joan Publishing. And uh, that really just helps you get your your life ready for the type of money that you want to come into your life. So everybody says they want six figures. I want seven figures. But if you were to get that today, it will go right back out of your hands because you don't have all the things in place. Absolutely. I love that. Now, here's a question that I'm sure a few of my listeners will ask. What makes you different from any other financial coach? I feel like I, one, did not start out in a financial literacy space, like growing up, I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. So I, so I very much so relate to a lot of my clients. 
Um, two, I also understand cultural sensitivities. Uh, some of the money decisions that we make have nothing to do with whether you understand how to budget or how to pay off debt. It's so way deeper than that. It's so much trauma tied into a lot of the decisions we make. If you're, you know, if your love love language with your parents was financial, then that might be, you know, how you carry that on into your dating life. If you feel like uh, you're you you have survivor's remorse for being the first person in your family to make this type of money, then you might not have boundaries in place to keep all your family members from thinking that you are how they're going to pay their bills. I mean, there's so many deeper things to that. And so I never speak with my clients from a place of it's simply just, you know, black and white. It's let's really explore all the different levels here. Um, and that's how we get to you know, coming up with resolutions that are really stick. Because I can give you some spreadsheets and say, hey, do your budget on this. Uh, allocate and add up all your debt on this. Figure out what your credit score is and let's move forward. But if it's deeper uh, intertwined things there, then you'll, you know, you'll get it done for the first six months and then they'll fall right back off again. So we have a very, a very fine tuned, like 11 step approach to how we, you know, get all those things together. And then we educate strongly along the way, too. Like you have some people who will just tell you, put your money here. But why? Why should I put my money here? Um, what what does that mean for my goals as a whole. And so, um, you know, all, all my coaches on my team, we all have a spirit of teaching. And many of them have been through hardships. They, you know, on my team, people have been through bankruptcy and they figured out how to get back out and bounce back out from that. They have been through um, getting their houses foreclosed and they completely turned their lives around. And uh, that's a completely different way of. Uh, understanding. It's like having a, a preacher. And when you have a preacher that's been through some things, you're like, oh, this message, I, I get it. It's right on time. I understand. Or if you have a teacher that, you know, lived in, in a house that was a little bit harder to um, to study and to learn and those different things, then they have that empathy as they're teaching you along the way. And so that's a big part of like a lot of our coaches um, are able to display that empathy and have that deeper level of understanding. Yeah, I'm actually really glad that you mentioned the boundary because I also feel like that's a part of a lot of mindset shifts that a lot of women, I feel, have to make that fear of success, that fear of what if, like what if I'm not around the right support system. So I'm very glad you mentioned boundary. All right, now I have a fun question for you right before we get to the end of the episode. So I have a fun question for you. When this is all over, what is the first place you want to travel to? You know, me and my husband were talking about that the other day because we're actually still going to get some of these extremely low flight tickets. Um, we're just going to get them with insurance on them and try to capitalize in the winter. If it's safe to do so again, if not, we'll just push it back. But the flights are like uh, $5 right now. So uh, we we are, you know, looking to explore some areas that we probably would not have gone to, um, but also that are pretty safe uh, as far as, you know, being able to um, not have been hit with what's going on with the COVID-19, you know, so strongly. But yeah, we're looking at... Um, we're looking at some places in the Caribbean because it'll be a winter time. Um, you know, just just warm places. 
And and then of course, like all the things we start to take for granted. You know, I, I travel around the, the states a lot, but I'm starting to miss everything. So I, you know, even just like some simple travel. We live in Florida. Um, all the beaches are closed. Um, you know, due to the stay at home, and I just can't even wait to get back on the beach again. It's like this is torture being this close to the beach and not being able to to go and, and experience yeah, it. I agree with the, with the simple things that we forgot about and we take advantage of, especially the beach, you know, especially, for example, I went home to Fort Lauderdale for like six months in 2017, 2017, 2018. And I lived right around the corner from the beach and I only went once in the six months that I was there. So it's, it's things like that. Now, I'm going to include the link that you mentioned so far in our show notes for this episode. Uh, so definitely be sure to go to the website to check it out. But where else can we find you on social media? Yes. Um, so my personal is Dr. Garner Scott, D-R-G-A-R-N-E-R Scott. Um, my business is Amount Financial. So uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, it's all at Amount, A-M-O-U-N-T Financial. Um, and the website is the same, AmountFinancial.com. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Now, if... No one else got anything else from this episode. If everything else in this episode went right past their head, what is one thing that you want the listener to take away from this episode? You control how you want your life to go. I think a lot of us feel like it's out of our control or given hardships that happened in our childhood or, you know, things that might have happened to us financially, et cetera, that we're no longer in control and, and you feel like you've given up your power. But you are you are always always in control. Sometimes you just have to realign. Sometimes you have to put yourself around the right people that can help. You know, put you back on course. Sometimes it's just, but you know, whatever those things are, you want to take this time, especially just to regain your power, um, and taking control of your narrative and your story to build the type of life you want. I'm definitely gonna put that in a quote. <laughs> Well, thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I know we'll be we'll be seeing each other soon. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.